0: Welcome to Bloomheart, the ultimate podcast for modern women who are ready to feel good, live their best life, and step into their feminine power. I'm your host, Julia Goose, and if you're ready to become the happiest, sexiest, and best version of you, then you've come to the right place. It's time to unlock your inner goddess. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bloomheart. I'm so excited for today because we're going to talk about such a fun topic, and that topic is self-worth. And not only that, but we're going to give ourselves a little vibe check of where we are when we're thinking about our self-worth, how do we truly embody our self-worth, and we're also going to bust down through some myths about self-worth. Because when it comes to self-worth, it is really the juicy center of truly embodying your feminine power. When we feel worthy at the end of the day, all that really means, regardless of the definition attached to that, is how we feel internally, how good we feel. When we feel worthy, we feel good. When we feel worthy, we feel accepting of our wrongdoings, of mistakes that we make, Of when things are not going so well for us because we do not blame ourselves, shame ourselves, or guilt ourselves. And when we have a lower sense of self and a low self worth, we do really attach our self worth to validation from other people. When other people are upset at us, it makes us upset at ourselves. When we make mistakes in the world, we get upset at ourselves and we beat down on ourselves when in reality, We are all deserving of having such a healthy sense of self, a healthy self-worth, and truly embody that goddess energy. Because if you're a goddess, and we all are, you have a very healthy self-worth within you that is fulfilling, that is full, that is whole. And at the end of the day, it makes you feel good. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you feel good, you feel deserving, and you feel like everything you want, you will have at some point. And so, really, today's going to be a vibe check because I believe that our self worth, there are a lot of misconceptions and things out there that can make us feel like we are not worthy. I think one of the biggest myths that I want to start with, and one that has definitely affected me for sure. And I think it has affected every woman at one point in their lives. And so I think once we free ourselves from this myth, we're really going to be able to treat our relationships and see partners, romantic partners, very differently. Because I think romance specifically can make us feel so bamboozled and so... Lacking and feeling undeserving, and feeling like we're not being treated right or loved right. So, today we're gonna bust right through this myth. And that myth is when a man doesn't treat you right, or when a partner doesn't treat you how you wanna be treated, that means you do not deserve what you want. You do not deserve that kind of treatment. That is a myth. That is so fake. And I'm gonna tell you a story that i was once told that really opened my eyes to this concept because it's so easy when you love somebody when you care for somebody when you are romantically involved with somebody and they aren't giving you the treatment that you've always dreamed of or that you feel in your heart that you want it can feel really upsetting and it can almost feel like am i not good enough am i not Is something wrong with me and let me tell you this. And I want you to really listen and really take in this information with an open heart. When a man doesn't treat you how you want to be treated, that has nothing, not one ounce to do with you. And here's why. I want to I share an analogy with you that I think is really going to help you understand that if you are not being treated right, It does not make you unworthy of that incredible princess treatment, you want to call it, queen treatment, goddess treatment that you've always wanted from a man. Whatever it is that you value to have in a relationship, you can have that. And when someone can't give you that, just got to let them go. It has nothing to do with you. So picture this, all right? Imagine in a garden, there is a beautiful flower. And it's so beautiful, it's blooming, it's opening up, it's unraveling, there's sunshine shining on this flower, and in God's eyes, it's the most beautiful creation, because it's just naturally beautiful. And there's this flower, and it's blooming, and it just sits there. And one person walks by it, and they're so busy that they don't even see the beauty of this flower they're not looking at it so they not only can they not recognize it but they're just simply not paying attention so they walk right past it and then a second person walks by this flower and they notice the beauty and they say oh my gosh this flower is so beautiful it's so beautiful i'm just going to admire it and i'm going to stand here and i'm going to watch it but i'm not really sure what to do with the flower So all I can really do is just watch it and admire it from afar and not get too close to it because I'm not sure how to take care of this flower. I've never seen such a thing before. And so they just move right through. And then there's a third person that comes along. And they see this beautiful flower. And they admire this beautiful flower. And they are in such an awe of this flower. And not only do they see how beautiful the flower is, But this person knows what the flower wants, what the flower needs to bloom and blossom more. So the third person starts to water it and nourish it and nurture it, not only admire it, but also take care of it. And so the flower keeps getting more beautiful and it blooms and it blooms. And now it's become so beautiful, even more beautiful than it's ever been before. And so to bring it back to this story, just because the first person didn't notice the flower and the second person didn't necessarily know how to take care of it, even though they recognized it, it does not make that flower any less beautiful. The flower is unconditionally beautiful. It always has been. But not everybody has the skills and the ability to see how beautiful that flower is. And I want you to really take that story in and think about a time where you felt like you weren't treated how you wanted to be treated. You felt maybe mistreated or taken for granted by a man in a relationship. And it really made you feel bad. It made you feel unworthy. It made you question and doubt yourself. And it made you feel upset. Upset at yourself, upset at this relationship, upset at that person. But here's the magical thing. You have always been worthy. Regardless of how you have been treated, you have always been worthy of being treated in the best way. And the fact that somebody in your life mistreated you or didn't treat you right has nothing to do with With how worthy you are. You are unconditionally worthy, which means that your worth has got nothing to do with how others see you, perceive you, or can take care of you. You are worthy regardless. And when you meet your perfect match, they will not only recognize your beauty and your worth but they will also know how to nourish you and nurture you and give you everything that you've wanted and dreamed of in this relationship. And so I really wanted to share this today with you because I am so sure that at one point you felt this bogged down feeling of unworthiness because of an experience that maybe wasn't so positive. And today I hope this story really breaks that down Because girly pop, you are that beautiful flower in the garden and not everybody can handle it and not everybody's ready for it and not everybody understands it. So how can you get mad at somebody that simply doesn't know how to take care of an exclusive VIP shorty? That's right, you are that, you are her, you are that girl. You don't have to do anything else to be more worthy. You don't have to prove your worth to anybody. You don't have to try to be better or work on yourself. You are doing enough and your worth is unconditionally incredible just because you are, just because of who you are. Isn't that amazing? So the next time you're feeling unworthy or uncherished or unloved because of somebody else's actions or reactions, you're going to pause and say, no, honey, I am a flower. I am a rose. And this is how I want to be treated. This is how I deserve to be treated. And if you can't treat me this way, then tootaloo. All good, just just keep on walking because there's going to be somebody else that comes along that knows how to take care, that knows the instructions, that knows how to take care of me, how to love me, how to cherish me. We got to get better at letting people go. And we got to get even better at being so sure in our self-worth that nothing or no one's actions wither our sense of self-worth So that's myth number one. I know that was a big one. It's like, whew, I can't believe, I can't believe we've really gotten bamboozled. But not in 2023, ladies, not in 2023. Myth number two is a big one as well. For all my career ladies out there, for all my ladies that have an art they're pursuing, a dream they're pursuing, a vision for themselves. Every time we attach our sense of self-worth to our accomplishments, we are bamboozling ourselves. Our sense of self-worth being tied down to our success and our accomplishments and all the things we have achieved is not a reflection of self-worth. That is a myth and we're going to bust right through it today. Here is why. When we are truly embodying high self-worth, that is truly an internal feeling. So it doesn't have much to do with external validation or external things. And every time we place a sense of worth on our success or we measure our sense of worth based on what we have accomplished, let's say you got a promotion and you feel so good about it, And of course you should, but how do you really feel when you don't get the promotion that you were hoping to get? How do you really feel when you made a mistake at work? How do you really feel when your project failed? Do you beat up on yourself for it? Or do you look at yourself and you simply say, because you know this deep down in you, that's okay. I am still worthy. I am still amazing. I'm going to still try and I will win next time. And I will succeed next time but my success and my accomplishments have nothing to do with how worthy I am I am still worthy of abundance I am still worthy of prosperity and I'm worthy of feeling good even when around me what's happening isn't so great and another analogy that or I guess Another point that I want to make here that I heard and I also really resonated with this. It was actually I think Kevin Hart mentioned it in one of his uh, podcasts or, or books, and what he said was, when you look at yourself in the mirror, no matter how much money you've made, no matter how much money's in your bank account, no matter how many awards you have won, no matter how many covers of Forbes you are on, no matter how many accolades. And books you have written. When you look at yourself in the mirror, there are no accolades looking back at you. There are no books that you've written looking back at you. What's looking back at you is just you. So, how do you feel about you? And when we tie our sense of self worth to our success, we become at risk. We become at risk of making a mistake and feeling really bad about it and feeling bogged down about it feeling stressed about it, feeling negative. We start blaming ourselves. We start having negative self-talk. We start doubting if we can ever succeed again or if this is even for us or if this career path is the right path. Our sense of self has nothing to do with externalities. And every time we tie it to externalities and external factors, we are almost falling prey to that external validation from these from these success points in our life and so at the end of the day every time you are focusing your career goals and your vision and and all these wonderful things that we want to achieve and we want to achieve a bunch of stuff I love the fact that everyone has such an amazing big vision for themselves and how they want their life to play out and the outcomes that everybody wants to have I am very career driven I'm very intense but I've also fallen trapped to the moments of where I felt really shitty because I've Made myself so bogged down by these by this pressure of being perfect, and and if I'm not perfect, that means I'm not worthy. Those are absolutely not together. That's not that's a mismatch. That's no bueno alignment right there. And we're not gonna fall trap to that because we are deserving of a much better life, of an easier life, of a more fun life. When we're pursuing our dreams, we're gonna have so many ups and downs. We're gonna fail. 800 times and we gotta be ready for that. That's got nothing to do with our sense of self-worth. We are so worthy of everything that we want and the easier we are about it, the more tapped in we are to just that inner knowing, inner feeling, the better we're going to actually perform because we're gonna be easier about it and we're gonna feel lighter. And a practice that I want to give you is called mirror work. So this is really good for just tuning into your inner self and really seeing how you feel about yourself, regardless of what's going on in your life. To really kind of vibe check yourself, right? Like, where am I at right now? What's my my self-worth dial here? When something happens that is a little bit unpleasant, or when something happens that makes you feel a little bit like, oh... I don't know what that was. I didn't really like that. Whether that was a situation at work or maybe you're upset because somebody hurt your feelings or something happened that made you feel unworthy or not super positive, go look in the mirror for five minutes and say nothing to yourself. So you just look at yourself in the mirror and just take deep breaths in and out, in and out. You can ask yourself one question, which can sound like, What do I need to know right now? Or what do I really want to say to myself right now? And just five minutes of silence, put on a timer, look in your eyes, look at your eyes in the mirror, and you will be very surprised by how your body starts to respond. Some people start to cry. Some people start to get very uncomfortable. Some people start to realize they are not comfortable looking at themselves in the mirror for so long. I, when I first started doing mirror work, I was like what is going on here and 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 this is taking way too long this time's gotta go faster and what this practice will do is it will allow you to just see you for who you are not based on your bio not based on your success in your career not based on what other people are saying about you not based on reviews that you're getting or how many likes you have on your photos or whatever those metrics are, and we all have them, this allows you to just connect to your soul, just to you, just to who you are really when you're stripped down from all of these things that are outside of ourselves. So try that practice. Let me know how you get on. Let me know what kind of came out of it, but it will be a fun one. It's going to be a wild ride. And last but not least... The third point of today in this conversation of self-worth and I'm having such a good conversation with you guys. I hope you're really resonating with some of the stuff I'm saying and it's ringing a few bells. The third point is self-worth is a solo journey and that is a fact. That is the biggest fact you're going to you know, really experience in your life and this is something that we've come to understand a lot of us now because we're realizing more and more that every time we become dependent on somebody else for our feelings, for our emotional well-being, it never goes well. It never goes well. I have done this so many times that like how many more times can you step on the same piece of poo before you finally learn, (laughs) before you finally learn the point. And here's what I've learned. There is nothing more bamboozling than telling ourselves that anyone other than us is responsible for making us feel worthy. We end up falling prey to this a lot in our relationships, whether that's with our best friends, our family members, our boyfriends, our partners, our husbands. We fall prey to putting an expectation on them to make us feel worthy. But what happens when the other person doesn't feel so good maybe they're feeling frustrated or maybe they're angry with you and they don't necessarily reflect that worthiness back to you does that mean that you are not worthy of course not because we talked about it we are unconditionally worthy and when we finally tap into that no matter what's happening around you no matter the conditions around you everyone around you everything else that's outside of you is a condition your partner's a condition, your family's a condition because they are not you, they're outside of you. And so when we get hung up on conditions and make these conditions reflective of our self-worth, we completely take ourselves out of alignment, out of balance, and that is why when the people that are closest to us feel bad or feel upset with us or feel frustrated, it's very easy for us to also be taken out of balance instead of being steady, instead of being calm, instead of being grounded, and instead of affirming to yourself that my worth has nothing to do with how this person may feel about me in this moment. I am worthy of feeling good. I am worthy of being treated with respect. I am worthy of being successful. I am worthy because every time we make other people responsible for making us feel good or making us feel secure or making us feel loved. All we're doing in that moment is we're giving them all of our internal power and all of our emotional freedom to them and saying, hey, now my emotional state is tied down to what you see me as, to how you feel about me. No one should have that much power over you not one person, no matter how much you love them, not even your husband, not even the love of your life. In my opinion, when we do that, we become so vulnerable to how they feel about us. And this is why when the people that we love so much are upset, we take that burden on ourselves and we also feel upset. We feel like we're doing something wrong. We feel like we got to try harder or do more to make them feel better to uplift them instead of feeling like someone else's feelings are your responsibility just because you love them allow yourself to openly communicate and ask what that person may need maybe they just need some space maybe they need a hug maybe they just need some ice cream but allow that person to process what they're going through on their own their emotional state doesn't have anything to do with your emotional state we're totally different people we're totally separate and Sometimes we get that a little bit mixed up in romantic relationships, especially because we feel so close to this person, so intertwined with this person, but they are a different individual. And you're not responsible for how anybody feels, but nobody's also responsible for how you feel. When we are truly empowered, when we truly embody high self-worth and high value, we have full power, full ownership for how we feel, for how we choose to respond, for how we choose to show up regardless of what another person is feeling towards you in that moment. And when we show up with this positive energy, when we show up feeling good, feeling relaxed, feeling secure, more than likely the other person will reflect that back to you. And if they don't, let them handle it in their own way. Without judgment, without an expectation that they have to be humpty-dumpty feeling better in five seconds, allow the person emotional freedom and allow yourself emotional freedom because that is at the juiciest center of truly embodying high self-worth. And before we end off this episode, you already know we're gonna pull a card. We're gonna pull an affirmation card because what is a podcast without an affirmation card that would be very unlike me let's see let's see let's see what we're gonna be today trust mm. i trust that everything will be okay in the end partially because i simply know it in my gut but also because it's way more fun to live with trust and confidence than to be a defensive wiener <laughs> And to kind of share how I think this this correlates to our conversation today. Self-worth is really about trusting that inner knowing that we are worthy just because we are who we are. It's got nothing to do with what I have achieved. It's got nothing to do with what I can do or how well I can perform or how much people love me. It's got everything to do with how I feel about me. And I trust That when I feel good about me, when I show up as my most truest self, my most secure and worthy self, the people around me will reflect that same energy back to me. And even when they don't, I trust that I will continue to honor how I feel about myself and feel good and feel worthy regardless of what is going on around me because I am unconditionally worthy I love you love you love you guys I hope you enjoyed today's episode please let me know your thoughts and what you enjoyed the most what you resonated with the most have an amazing rest of your day Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I love seeing you thrive. Be sure to follow me on social media at Bloomheart Podcast for more content. I'll see you back here every Thursday. Until then, stay delicious.